0: A podcast we'd like to recommend is the Pre-Review Podcast with the Celluloid Stallions. Every week, TNT pre-review an exciting new release and a movie podcast that thoroughly dissects movies regardless of them being released or not. No movie is safe. Unless these horses' asses haven't heard of it. You can find the Pre-Review Podcast on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Facebook,
1: and Twitter. Just search for The Pre-Review Podcast. Hello, Let Me Listen podcast listeners. Would you like this part of the podcast to be filled with ads for shaving clubs or underwear clubs or web hosting sites? Yeah, I didn't think so. Neither do we. So this is just a quick announcement to let you know that after several requests from fans, um, Let Me Listen podcast has opened a Patreon page. So, if you would like to help support this show and um, the, some of the other shows that uh, Lemmy Listen podcast produces, then please go to patreon.com slash underscore listen and make a pledge or just click the Patreon link on the Lemmy Listen website. We're only asking for $1 a month, and the funds will go to making these podcasts better and ad free. If you can't or just don't want to, Don't worry about it. We still love you. And uh, thanks for listening.
0: I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Late Seating! I am Jason Harding. And I am Steve Shives, and
2: I am not under the weather.
0: And I am! So if I see Punchy, it's because I barely had any sleep, and I had to watch a movie that's four hours long? Anyway, this is the Movie Review Podcast where we take a classic film. A film that everyone's like, hey, you know what? That film's awesome, but we love it. Or, that film is awful and it should be nailed to a wall and pointed at and mocked for all time (laughs) because it's awful. We take one of those movies and we take a look at it and we go, you know what? This movie, isn't that great? Or, we go, hey, you know that movie you hate? It's actually kind of good. Or we agree with with history. And we go, you guys are absolutely right. Doesn't that sound like a fun way to spend an hour? I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to find out. (laughs) Oh, NyQuil, what are you doing to my brain? (laughs) Anyway, this this today... (laughs) God... This time on this show, we're going to be taking a look at a movie that um, addresses high fashion around the first century BC. Whether it's a toga or a toga or sandals, what what was the uh, the modern hip slave wearing? <laughs> That's right. We're looking at the classic film.
2: Spartacus.
0: Spartacus. Is that how you're supposed to I, say I his know. name? I I'm probably not. I thought you were being all hoity toity with your college degree. No. Excuse
2: it's, me, it's Spartacus, I believe.
0: Yeah, the correct pronunciation is Spartacus. It's and this spark-a-tus. movie yeah, it's Spartacus. <laughs> you know, the dude who sounds like an Autobot. The yeah. movie <laughs> And it's also our first entry into uh, Sand and Sandals, or whatever they call that genre. Sword and Sandals. Yeah. Yeah. There's some sand in there, too, somewhere, I'm sure. Togas and British accents is also applicable. Absolutely. Yeah, because that's how they
2: really spoke back in ancient Rome.
0: Yeah, and I would like to state, because I have uh, repeatedly thrown Steve under the bus, whenever he's had an idea (laughs) for a movie that I have regretted, that this time around... It was my fault. I for whatever reason in a fever in a fever haze <laughs> said, "Hey, how about Spartacus?" So we watched Spartacus. Um and now it's the time where we me and Steve No, just me. This is my part. Never mind. Forget you, Steve. <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm just going to
2: I'm just going to
0: sit back and listen. Oh god. I'm going to listen to your meltdown. <laughs> um, we're going to... This is... Good God. <laughs> this is when um, I do all the stuff about the people who made it. Or I tell you who's in it and, and stuff. Right, Steve?
2: Yeah. And uh, you know, everybody loves this part, so you better not blow it.
0: Uh, okay. <clears throat> I'll try. Don't blow it, Jason. Sp- <laughs> Spartacus was directed by Stanley Kubrick. Although, you wouldn't know it if you asked him when he was alive. If you went up to Stanley Cooper and say, Hey, Stanley, did you make Spartacus? He'd probably punch you in the mouth. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I never made that movie. What are you doing watching Spartacus? I made so many other better movies. You saw Dr. Strange Glove? Or Strange. Dr. <laughs> uh, what was the one the the other one he made with Kirk Douglas? Uh, oh, Paths of Glory. Paths of Glory, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but it was uh, directed by Stanley Kubrick Kubrick, (laughs) Produced by Edward Lewis (laughs) Screenplay by Dalton Trumbo Based on Spartacus by Howard Fast And starring Kirk Douglas, Lawrence Olivier, Gene Simmons, Charles Lawton, Peter Ustinov Tony Curtis, John Gavin, (laughs) John Dahl, Nina Fach, I think John Ireland, Herbert Lom, Charles McGraw, Joanna Barnes, Harold J. Stone, and Woody Strode. And, like, 7,000 Spanish extras. Yes. Um, it was narrated at the very beginning, thankfully, because we wouldn't know where we were without the narration. By Vic Perrin. Music by Alex North. Who thought he was scoring a western? Cinematography <laughs> by Russell Meddy. Edited by Robert Lawrence. Produced by Berna Productions. Named after Kirk Douglas's mom. Isn't that oh, nice?
1: That's so sweet. Yeah.
0: Distributed by Universal International. It was released on October 7th, 1960. Running Time. Reconstructed. Which is the version that I watched. Did you watch the Reconstructed?
2: Yes, I did.
0: Yes, okay. I did. Is hundred and ninety-seven minutes. A <laughs> hundred and ninety-seven minutes, and I'm not getting back again.
2: That's that's over three and one quarter hours.
0: Yeah. For a plot that probably would take about two and a half minutes to recap. <laughs> the <laughs> budget was twelve million dollars. <throat> And the box office was $60 million. So it made its money back. Lots of people went to go see it. Um, I don't really want to go into the whole, Hey, commies worked on this because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just in case people are trying to figure out what I'm talking about, uh, Dalton Trumbo was a blacklisted uh, uh, screenwriter blacklisted for being a communist. He refused to name names because he's a stand-up guy with gigantic brass balls. And uh, he had to write under nom de plumes. He had to write secretly. Other people uh, published his, you know, got his work done, uh, produced under, you know, just standing in for him. And this was the first movie where Kirk Douglas was like, I don't care! (laughs) I want his name on it! Which was a big deal. I mean, apparently Stanley Kubrick was like, I I I don't I want his I want I want say it's me. Say I did it. I wrote the, the screenplay and Kirk Douglas yeah. apparently him and him and Kirk Douglas got in a big fight. They're like, You're gross, okay? How dare you take this guy's take credit for this guy's work? And he's like and then he distanced himself from the movie after this. Well, get let's get the all of the let's get all of the, the gossip out of the way. How about that?
2: let's do it because there yeah well it, it was what you might call a, a troubled production just a little uh, bit a little bit <laughs> and you know it, it's worth noting it. I it is the only Kubrick film that, Kubrick, that wasn't really a Kubrick film That it was
0: his only sort of work for hire mm-hmm. film and boy it doesn't look like a Kubrick movie
2: yeah not, I mean yeah not really
0: doesn't look like it doesn't feel like it the closest they get is the opening credits <laughs> Kubrick yes. was really proud of those. <laughs> I love those opening <laughs> credits. There was an a half-hearted uh, an attempt by the American Foreign Legion to boycott the film because of Douglas Thurmbow that didn't work. Uh, Kennedy famously crossed the picket line to go watch it. It kind of was the end of blacklisting um for uh for Hollywood at that time. So it, this movie is kind of important in that respect. Um and so that that's it but the other thing is Stanley Kubrick distanced himself from this and would not take credit and didn't even he didn't even include it in his his list of movies that he had made up until that up you know so he was kind of ashamed of the film yeah now does he have something to be ashamed of let's find out oh nice when we finally get around to that thing we do <laughs> you mean where we talk about the movie I guess. This is... Okay, everybody. I know this movie is uh, 60, 70, 80, 90, 60 years old? 50-something years old?
2: <laughs> it's old.
0: It's old. It's old. Um, Spoilers for Spartacus. So if you don't <laughs> want... If you're like, hey, look, I scheduled a whole day to watch Spartacus and take notes about it. Don't listen to this part, because we're about to wreck it. We're about to wreck the whole movie, and then you'll watch it, and be like, oh man, those guys wrecked Spartacus for me. Dang it. So don't blame us. We're, we've said spoilers like nine times, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So fuck don't come off. crying <laughs> us. Steve, you're going to have to hold my hand through this, because I don't know where I'm going. Okay. I am so I am so sick right now And I am so high on so much medication I'm, I had little sleep This is going to go into you, weird dark places
2: I promise you I will only let you wander a field If it's funny <laughs> Okay if it, if it just starts getting weird and boring I'll pull you right back to the plot
0: If I just lie down on the floor And you can't hear me anymore <laughs>
2: He's okay. Jason's too far from his microphone for you all to hear, but uh, where were we?
0: Hey, here's a fun idea let's try to make this review almost as long as the movie is. Oh. <laughs> We've come, okay, um, ladies and gentlemen, we have this kind of this uh unofficial uh uh challenge between Steve and I is that one day our review will actually be longer than the movie we're reviewing. We haven't done it yet. <laughs> Although technically, I think Dracula counts. Was Dracula longer than the movie? Well, uh, I think Dracula is longer than the movie. The, long, the movie itself is only 73 minutes. Yeah, and, true. And the and true. It's review basically a two-reeler. Like... <laughs> and the review was an hour and a half, I think. But we don't, yeah. Maybe we already made a challenge yeah, over. Uh, yeah, but the hell with Dracula. That should have been the last of the Universal Dracula movies. The hell with Dracula.
2: <laughs> Seriously, the hell with Dracula. Is anybody even watching these anymore?
0: In Universal's latest
2: picture, fuck that Dracula guy. <laughs> yeah. Say, who's playing Dracula
0: in the new one? I don't know. Oh, that guy. Uh. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? Okay. We're going to recap the, pl- the plot of Spartacus. Yeah. Go, Steve, with the thing. Okay. Well it's ancient Rome, see. It is? Yeah. That's <laughs> Wait, is that how did Edward G. Robinson narrate it? <laughs> hey mugs, it's it's ancient Rome, see. So it's ancient Rome, see? So don't ask me no questions about what they're wearing. It's what they wore back then. That
2: was the dresses. style of the time. Everybody dresses.
0: Your mugs? Pants was advanced was was super advanced technology.
2: They hadn't invented zippers and buttons and such.
0: You don't know the freedom of a dress.
2: (laughs) Everybody just got out of bed
0: and wrapped themselves in their sheets. I'm wearing one right now. My mother's (laughs) dress. I feel closer to her. More feminine. What am I doing here again? All right, Spartacus, see? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so it's ancient Rome, see? We have not even gotten past the opening of it and we went on a huge tangent about a cross-dressing Edward G. Robinson. So, as you can
2: see, there are advantages to you doing the, the show in this state. I mean, <laughs> I guess, well, that would depend on one's point of view.
0: Yeah. The Maybe movie it's... opens with a bunch of statues.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah, there was the, 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 the statue credits.
0: Yeah. And this was the only bit that felt like Kubrick at all. Because it, it doesn't, the, the title sequence doesn't really match up to the rest of the movie. The rest of the movie feels very solidly 1950s Technorama Cinemascope super widescreen. Yeah. But the opening title credits which are these kind of um, shots of uh statues hands and faces and stuff like that. That felt very that felt very uh Kubrickian. Is that a yeah. Word?
2: yeah. I would agree with that. Well, and because you know Kubrick's trademark shot in all of his films is that close-up of the character's face Mm -hmm. and you you didn't get nearly as much of that in the movie but the Uh credits is nothing but that. Do you want a (laughs) close-up
0: shot of Kirk Douglas? No. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure? They couldn't edit out the sound because he's always made... Kirk, could you you stop with the sounds? (laughs) I can't help it. My body needs oxygen.
2: (laughs) (sighs) anyway go you, you act your way and I'll act mine
0: um, yeah sorry Kirk, Kirk Douglas and Jack Palance in <laughs> breathing
2: <laughs> oh that would be wonderful um, so uh, Kirk Douglas we we meet uh, Kirk Douglas as Spartacus he's a slave is he and he's a, yeah well
0: that's what the narrator tells us the narrator uh, also lets us know because we're stupid that this was before. This was before Christianity. Yeah. So, in case we get all confused because no one says Jesus at any point,
2: because <laughs> you know the the entire Roman Empire totally revolved around <laughs> Jesus. So, if you watch a movie that takes place in Rome and people aren't mentioning Jesus every other sentence, yeah. you're going to be confused unless somebody yeah, don't, explains.
0: Don't assume that these dudes are Christian because there was no Christ yet. So, d- no. just so you guys know we're gonna let you, we're gonna give you a timeline. It's like a uh, hundred, did he say a hundred years before? I think that's Kristen? what he said, yeah. Yeah, and then he was like, and then two thousand years before the end of slavery. Wink! <laughs> 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 but they kind of let you know that slavery's kind of bad.
2: Yeah, that is a, a subtle theme
0: Just throughout a the bit. film. <laughs> yeah.
2: Slavery is generally portrayed as being a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we actually we, we, we get a view of Of how brutal Roman slavery is Early on Because we meet Spartacus Who we are told From the narrator uh, Has been sent To the salt mines In Libya which is where uh-huh. we are when the movie opens. And Spartacus yeah. is, he's got a big old basket of salt of rocks mm-hmm. on his back. And he's, he's mm-hmm. in a big line of slaves carrying salt around. And one of the slaves, uh, falls n- down near Spartacus falls down and Spartacus mm-hmm. throws off his pack and helps this guy, you know, tries to help him back to his feet. Cause that's
0: the kind of duty is. Cause he's good people. Spartacus.
2: Yeah. We can tell right away. He's good people. Yeah. Um, and one of the guards comes down and he's like, Hey Spartacus, stop, Showing empathy. Being nice. <laughs> yeah. Stop being nice. And Spartacus is like, I'll be nice if I want to. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a man, not an animal. <laughs> but uh, so the guards like, get off. And Spartacus is like, I'm going to bite you on the leg. And then I'm, I'm, I'm an leg. ankle
0: biter. Watch yeah. this. Uh, and you hear the Roman soldier going, Ah, my ankle. He's biting my ankle. And I was like, This is not a good script. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dalton Trumbo wrote, "He's biting my ankle." <laughs> say that line, actor. Yeah, um, and then so they they yeah. get mad at Spartacus for biting the guy's ankle <laughs> and trying to help somebody. So they say, "We're going to we're going to string you up as an example and you're going to we're going to starve you in front of the others."
0: Yeah, and so they, they they do. lash him to a rock. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But oh, here comes somebody. Here comes somebody. Maybe maybe may his fortune will change. This guy shows up in a litter, which is not like uh, a bunch of little kittens. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> although uh, we kind of did see Peter Ustinov in a litter in in uh, Logan's Run, but
1: not. <laughs> yes.
0: We're talking about you know he's carried around yeah. in a little sedan For- by foreshadowing. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, oh hello, I'm I'm uh, I buy people. And train them to be gladiators. Mm. <laughs> and then we have a long scene where he's like, I don't like that one. And, oh, I like that one. And, mm, no, that one. And then they get to Spartacus, and he's like, mmm. He's <laughs> delicious. That I want one. Him. I want him for the games. And I'm just saying this right now. He's not portrayed as being gay. He's portrayed as being kind of, I don't know, uh, elitist? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah he's he's just
2: sort of, you know... Yeah, business-like,
0: yeah. you know, straightforward. He's like, I want to buy that one. There's something about him I like. I don't know what it is. He's bearded and he's dying on this rock, but... <laughs> he speaks to me. Yeah, <laughs> or or in this case, he doesn't, because I see you're <laughs> supposed to talk to me and he didn't say anything. And I like that. That sent a shiver down my spine. I want him for the games. And so he buys him. The end. (laughs) (laughs) And that takes three hours. (laughs) (laughs) It's the longest crawl ever. (laughs) Okay, so what happens, Steve?
2: Okay, well, he he buys Spartacus, and he takes Spartacus to his, his gladiator school.
0: The Uh, Hogwarts School of Gladiators in Combat. Yeah,
2: pretty much. Um, (laughs) And this is is the school that's located uh, in the town of Capua, which is sort of outside of Rome, but not quite Mm -hmm. Rome. And uh, he meets his drill sergeant, uh, (laughs) who is... uh, Yes, uh, drill
1: sergeant!
2: Yes, a a former gladiator who has sort of graduated to being able to teach the other gladiators, named uh, Marcellus. Mm -hmm. And... uh, they are, they are told that even though as gladiators in this school they will be taught how to fight and they will be yeah. taught to become the greatest fighters in, in the empire, as long as yeah. they're at the school, they're not going to fight to the death. Right. But when but people th- buy them and, yeah. and you know, take them out to Rome or wherever to have these professional fights, then they will be expected to fight to the death yeah. for the entertainment of the rich
0: people. Oh, yeah. Here's some more perks. Um, we're going to teach you how to fight. And if you do it long enough, maybe you could become free. Like Marcellus here. He fought and and eventually became free, and now he teaches you guys. Oh, yeah. Also, pussy. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. You're going to get food, and you know what? We're going to give you girls, too, because that's how stand-up we are. we got just plenty and plenty of slaves all over the place. So, do that sound great, guys? Much better than load and salt. But Sparkus, who can't appreciate a good deal when he sees it, I mean, he's getting food, he's getting tail, he's getting the opportunity to maybe win his freedom, he's learning a skill. (laughs) But does he appreciate it? Nope. No. He's got this dignity thing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really, what is his deal? I
0: don't know. So then we get uh, the first of many goddamn montages where we see how they train him with the spinning things. Yeah, and, and you know, Marcellus doesn't really like uh, Spartacus all that much. No, they, kind of mean to him
2: because Spartacus is kind of a you know he's, he yeah. he he doesn't talk much. He keeps to himself.
0: Yeah, Marcellus is kind of the Snape of the school. Yeah, <laughs> he's not he's not terribly nice to to poor old Spartacus. And then uh, it's time to get women, right? Yeah, it's With like all it's all like a lunch line, problem. basically. <laughs>
2: The, the girls come down like hey you're you're with him and you're with him and you're with him
0: yeah and he gets uh the uh, some name i can't remember what's it? gene simmons what's her yeah, name yeah
2: uh verenia
0: oh yeah verenia and they're like here you go spartacus here's verenia um have sex with her while we watch
2: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> i don't want you to watch
0: in which, uh, in the scene, Spartacus admits that he's a virgin, that he's never been with a woman, and uh, she takes her top off, which we don't get to see, because it's 1960, you perverts. Yeah. And, it's not that kind uh, of
2: movie. It's a classy, historical epic.
0: And uh, Spartacus proves that he's a nice guy by not raping her, and uh, the, the other Marcellus and, and Peter Ustinov are all like, <laughs> Oh, stop it. They're like, they're
2: looking They're looking down into his cell through a window in the ceiling going, Come on, kiss yeah. her. Come on. Come nah.
0: on, kiss her. Come on, Spartacus. We put aside time for this. <laughs> exactly.
1: I won't perform
0: for your amusement.
1: <coughs> well, I'm
2: not an animal. Yeah, he says, I'm not an animal. And so uh, they say, okay, fine. And yeah. they come down and they take the girl away. They like, go, well, fine. We'll give her yeah. somebody
0: else. And later on, they don't give him any girl at all. <sighs> And Marcellus is like, oh, you like that girl, huh? <laughs> and and <laughs> Kirk Dog is like, uh, yeah, I kind of do. I, uh, I, can you land her this note? Because <laughs> 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 they, they're exchanging long looks at each other, and Marcellus is all on top of that. He's all like, you're never getting her again.
2: Yeah, they're not exactly um, being subtle about it. They're like staring longingly at each other from across the yard, you know? Yeah.
0: And uh, then we get more training, I guess, or something. And <laughs> the scene just goes on fucking forever. It's like we spend every minute of their training with them. But then um, uh, Peter Yustonoff's character, B- B- Basilis, whatever his name
2: is. <laughs> Isn't it ba- ba- Bacitus or Bationus? Bash- B- Bationus or Bashis
0: or something yeah. like that. Um, he gets visitors.
2: Who are the visitors, Steve? Ooh, the well, the visitors. It's it's uh, there's some big shots from Rome. Ooh, uh, named uh, Crassus, mm. played by the legendary Laurence Olivier,
0: Sir Lawrence Olivier,
2: Sir Sir Larry Olivier. You
0: got to bow when you say it because he's yes. a Sir. Yes, <laughs>
2: he he plays this this very influential Roman uh, politician super uh, rich dude. Yeah, yeah, he's a patrician. He's a he's yeah. a, a big wig in the in the Roman Senate and all this stuff. Yeah. And he's Crassus and he arrives with a uh, a buddy of his named Glabrous. Glabrus. And, <laughs> and and a couple of ladies and they've come to the gladiator school because they would like to see them a gladiator fight.
0: Yeah, cuz they're bored and this is what you do on a Sunday, I guess.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh
2: Peter Ustinov's character says, well, I mean, we'll, we'll let you see a fight, you know. Yeah. But, but just so you know, they're not going to fight to the death because we don't really do that here. We just train them. And, mm-hmm. and Crassus is like, nah, they're going to fight to the death today. And he's
0: though. like, oh, well, we, we can rewrite the rules. Not a problem. Dick. <laughs> okay, we'll just do it. <laughs> Fucking, Fucking dick. dick. God damn it. They, I mean, let's face it, Crashes. crashes everyone who leaves his presence says that under their breath as soon as they leave, you fucking dick.
2: Yeah, he's he's not exactly... Uh, Even uh, his uh, wife. <laughs> <laughs> he's He is not a subtly drawn villain.
0: No, he's... <laughs> no, he's not.
2: He's a huge asshole from the moment you see him.
0: They all are, all the Romans. Well, they pretty much all the are, yeah. So they, uh, when well now we have this long fucking scene where they have to pick out who's gonna fight, and they're like, "I like this one, and this one's short, and this guy's tough, and this one's uh, fuck it, just get to the part where they select fucking goddamn Spartacus yeah. because you know they're gonna do it. You know it. they're
2: gonna pick Spartacus. Well, it's also worth noting here that the the gladiators have all been trained in different types of combat and to use different yeah. weapons. It's sort of yeah. like how the Ultimate Fighting Championship was originally. You know, yeah, it's kind of like, like
0: when the you... wrestler versus the karate guy. Yeah. And for those of you who who don't like fake fighting on TV, you can. <laughs> <laughs> How
2: dare you! I wasn't even talking about that. I was talking about the Ultimate Fighting Championship. That's completely. You know legit. when you're
0: selecting your fighter when you play Street Fighter, the stand up video game, or something like that. That's what this is. Yeah, except it's women. Just choose the the girls. Go. I like this one, and I like that one. So I they like choose it. four fighters. They choose Spartacus, a uh, big guy named Braga, um, a dude that's a friend of Spartacus. And another guy, some other guy, yeah. And they're like, "Hey guys, guess what? Remember how we told you that you won't have to fight to the death here? <laughs> Sorry, um, yeah. Rules changed. Bye." And so Spartacus's friend and other other guy go out and they fight, and the other and his friend kills the other guy, and that one's over. <laughs> and then Spartacus and Braga go out and they have this, they have a fight. And then Spartacus gets his sword knocked out of his hand, and you're like, oh, this is going to be a short movie, thank God. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, I need to pee so bad. But instead, Braga doesn't kill him, throws his trident at the Roman dudes. Yeah. And then rushes him. And then he gets stab- stabbed in the bag with a spear. And then he dies.
2: Yep. And Crassus kills him. I think Crassus like cuts his throat or something when he gets yeah, up something to the like balcony. And, yeah, it's what a dick.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's the last thing Braga said. You and fucking dick. Died. But meanwhile, we also get entreated because Volva or whatever her name is. What's her name? <laughs> Spartacus's lady. You mean? Yeah, Spartacus' lady. Varenia. <laughs> Varinia. <laughs> Volva. She spills water accidentally on purpose on uh, his friend, who has just become commander of the legions of Roman soldiers, I guess. Yeah. Right? That happened too. And... um, (laughs) And... uh, (laughs) Crackus... (laughs) The Kraken. Larry Oliver goes, I I like your spunk. Um, I'm going to buy you... And you're going to work for B. Isn't that fun? <laughs> She's like, great. <laughs> Fucking dick. <laughs> Damn it.
2: And Marcellus, uh, found, Marcellus says, to "Spartacus, ha ha, they sold your girlfriend."
0: Yeah, well, yeah, but I, I just would like to to interject here. There's a whole lot of Roman bullshit in this movie. Just there are several times in this movie you're going to be like, "Hey, I thought this was called Spartacus."
1: Yeah. Why are
0: we spending so much goddamn time with Krakus and his and his son in law I guess it was his son in law yeah, or and, something.
2: And fucking Julius Caesar.
0: Yeah, and Julius Caesar, <laughs> who is the most boring asshole ever. <laughs> um, but I think mean, we spend a lot of time of them talking about politics and bullshit. Meanwhile, the the t- titular character is like Hey, what about me? I think he, he he I think he rebels simply because not enough attention is paid to
2: him. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta take control of this narrative.
0: Yeah. So uh we cut to the kitchen and uh Kirk Douglas is trying to get his soup from the lunch lady, who happens to be Marcellus, and Marcellus is <laughs> like, hey, g- guess what? Your girlfriend she got sold. Ha ha. Ha ha. And you have to stay here. Uh huh. And so, uh, because of that, Spartacus does what anyone does when he's being taunted by a bully he drowns him in soup. Yep. <laughs> Hell
2: of a way to pay off that Marcella story. <laughs> <laughs> Drown that son of a bitch in a big vat of soup.
0: Yep. And so this starts a riot And everyone grabs weapons And they bash their way out of the thing And um, Bashus, Bastius, Batman, whatever his name is Peter Ustoff character Is like, I'm going to go with you, Volva To uh, Crake cra- cra- or Crack? Crack, cr- Wiggity Whack Whatever his name is, the guy, Lord, Larry Oliver's house Come on, let's go <laughs> Let's just go and the soldiers try to stop them, and then they fail, and then apparently they go on a kill-crazy ramp, all the former gladiators go on a kill-crazy rampage, and they take over a bunch of estates surrounding the Hogwarts School of Combat <laughs> and Slavery, and uh, then we cut to Rome for an ungodly amount of time. yeah. What happens there, Steve? Well, because that's... I I think I I passed out during this.
2: <laughs> or did you just hit fast forward until you saw Spartacus <laughs> no, again No, I on didn't. Screeners.
0: I did not fast forward <laughs> through any of this shit. Oh my
2: God, where's Spartacus? Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, this is where we uh, the the slaves have have escaped, right? And like you said, mm-hmm. they've they, they've been going around and, and sort of attacking people and and uh, making a, a nuisance of themselves. So now the Romans are in the Senate. Like, what are we gonna do about all these slaves? because yeah. they're kind of fucking our shit up I mean they're supposed to be slaves they're supposed to do what we tell them to do and now they're out like they're fighting the armies they're taking yeah. pe- they're, they're robbing people they' they're, uh-huh. it's like what do they what who do they think they are
1: mm-hmm.
2: and so uh, this is where we meet uh, Gracchus right who is sort of the uh, the adversary of Crassus in the Senate
0: mm-hmm.
2: and he's like
0: paid by, uh, paid by uh, Charles Lawton. Yeah, thank you, Charles the, Lawton. The
2: great Charles Lawton. Mm-hmm. Um, terrific actor. and Oh, yeah. Um, so he sees an opportunity to maybe make some political uh, things happen here because he knows that Crassus and uh, Glabrous are like best buddies.
0: So, well, the other thing is, is that he suspects that Crassus wants to the, become dictator. Yeah.
1: He yeah. wants
0: to take over. He want, he's got big plans.
2: Right. So he says, okay, here's what we're going to do. Cracus or uh, Gracchus uh, yeah. says okay Crassus we're going to take your friend Glabrus who is the head of the Roman legions or whatever he's going to take some of our soldiers and he's going to go out into the country to find the slaves and he's going to fight the slaves and, yeah. and while he's out in the country fighting Spartacus and all of them uh, we need somebody here in Rome to take charge of, uh, of the army so uh, you know what maybe my, my friend uh, Julius
0: Caesar could take over and he's like, "Hello, I am Julius yeah. Caesar."
2: It's years before I will do any of the interesting things.
0: Name drop to the <laughs> like, audience. Yeah. it's me, Julius Caesar.
2: I will be important long after the events of this film. That's right. <laughs> that's pretty much it. It's like, hey, people know Julius Caesar. He was a real person. Just put him in here. <laughs> uh, so that's the idea. So, so they're gonna. So, uh, Glabris, the ally of Crassus. And if you're if you're if you're listening to this and your eyes are glazing over, don't worry, none of this matters. No, yeah,
0: look at it this way: you're getting the short version <laughs> yeah. of it.
2: All this, like, if you're one of those people who tries to keep track of every little thing in the plot, like, don't worry, all this stuff about Glabrus and Crassus and Gracchus and uh, none of this is important at all. This and none just, of it
0: is; it amounts to nothing.
2: No, but the but the the gist of it is that Crassus's buddy Gracchus is being sent out of town to fight Spartacus, and uh, Gracchus has decided to. Put his buddy Caesar in charge
0: while Glaver's is. Yeah. So there you and go. this this takes an absurd amount of time. Oh my god! Because Lawrence Olivier does not believe in delivering his lines quickly. No. And Charles Lutton is a more naturalistic performer. Um, man, I just wish it was just him. <laughs> For all of these scenes, just because he's 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 much more watchable. He and believable.
2: could just come down the steps of the Senate and like approach the camera and talk directly to us and say, well, we just had ourselves a meeting in the Senate. Now let me quickly go over what we did. First of all, we agreed, you know, and that will be it. Now back to Sparta.
0: Yeah, now back to Sparta, because we're back at the Hogwarts School of gladi- gladiators and slavery, and um, <laughs> they have started making Roman people fight in the arena. <coughs> And uh, Spartacus goes What are you
1: doing? Are <laughs> You become Romans
0: <laughs> I say Let's get out of here Let's go back to our homes And they're like y- You lead us Spartabarty Bart And he's like Good idea We'll get a whole army And that's what they do yep. they, they An army of gladiators An army of gladiators And they're going to Liberate slaves And they're going to Have a good old time as they march to the sea i guess yeah um, that's because
2: that that ends up being their plan right they yeah. they they realize that they, they they want to leave the country but leaving the country by land is going to be super difficult so sparta yeah. is like we'll get some boats
0: yeah and then we have the first of many montages of people fucking walking just walking and walking. There's one montage in one of these, uh, there's one of these montages where they seem to walk through every climate on Earth. Yep. <laughs> yep. Desert, high chaparral, Nevada, uh, winter <laughs> at one point where they're like, it's suddenly a winter wonderland. We have little vignettes of slaves burying their children for <laughs> Some goddamn reason we stop for two people who we've never met burying a dead baby.
2: Hey, you know what? Life is rough in the Spartacus army. That's the that's the whole point. Life, Life. is rough, man.
0: Is that the poster? I for, guess. The recruitment poster for the Spartacus army.
2: <laughs> Come fight with Spartacus. You might have to bury your baby.
0: <laughs> anyway, as they're as they're uh, going through the countryside um, they come across Volva. The, the whatever her name is. Her name is now Volva. I don't care. And Spartacus is like, what, hap- "What happened?" And she's like, "I escaped." And he's like, "Awesome, you're my wife now." She's like, "Cool." Well, they, they, they don't move that quick, but it's fairly quick. She's they're, like, "I'm with."
2: They're into each other,
0: exactly. You know? And then uh, uh, great, uh. Uh, Gracchus? great grabba, yo Gabba, Gabba. the general dude,
2: <laughs> Glabrus, right?
0: Glabrus, yeah. he's like, okay, let's make uh, let's make camp because those dirty gladiator slave people are too stupid to attack us while we're here, and then the gladiator slave people set fire to all their tents and murder everybody, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he's like, oh shit,
0: <laughs> and he gets captured and. Kirk Douglas is like, We just want to go to the sea and go home. Leave us alone and we'll stop killing you. (laughs) And he breaks the staff of (laughs) raw, the Roman staff, and sticks it in his shirt and he says, Take that back
1: to Rome.
0: And he's like, Yeah, okay. And then we have intermission.
2: Yeah, cuz this is one of those movies. Cuz
0: we're almost 2 hours into this
2: goddamn movie. There's there's only 90 minutes left. Isn't that great? There's
0: only another movie left. Um so just, now we have Yeah, just think about that. We're almost, yeah.
2: we're almost 40 minutes into this review, all right? Yeah. And we've been blazing through this plot.
0: Oh, Just think yeah, we about
2: have. just think about <laughs> what it what it feels like to watch oh. this movie. Oh.
0: <laughs> And you're like, there wasn't a whole lot of plot in that last synopsis. Yeah, I know. Imagine that stretched out over two goddamn hours. (laughs)
2: Exactly. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Now, uh, after listening to some nice music, and we've gone to the bathroom, we've gotten some more popcorn, we've we've sat down and had a long, hard think about what we're doing with our lives and why (laughs) I spent an entire afternoon watching this goddamn movie. Uh, it's time for the movie to start back up again, and uh, where are we, Steve? Are, uh, it's uh, one of two choices: we're either talking more political bullshit in Rome, or <laughs> it's another goddamn montage of people walking around.
2: Yes, is it the is it the people walking around first? I can't remember where we pick up. I don't, does it matter? I Can't remember where we pick up after the uh, after the intermission. But yeah, it
1: doesn't fucking uh, well, cause, matter. Cause, cause,
2: it doesn't because uh, Glaberus comes back to town, right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, and he's like, hey.
2: Yeah, the Spartacus thing didn't work
0: out. Guess what happened? I'm stupid. <laughs>
2: so the, the Romans are like, well, we're going to kill you.
0: No, they, well, they, <laughs> what they say is that the punishment is yeah. you, you're ban- no one in 400 miles of Rome can give you any food and you can't have any f- fire and bye. Good luck. <laughs> and he's like, oh, and also, uh, Crackus, cra- uh, Crassus, Crassus goes, uh, That's it, I'm done with politics. So long, assholes.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Out of solidarity, um, because Glabrus is his buddy. And he's like, if, yeah. you know, if he's not good
2: enough for you, then neither am I. And he walks I'm out.
0: retiring. And he walks into the next room and listens. Yeah. And, and, uh, Gr- Gragus, Gr- Gra- 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 the Grackle says... <laughs> He's he's totally faking, guys. Don't don't fall for this bullshit. Yeah, he's faking. He's he's gonna come back, and he's gonna try to take over the the Roman army because he's the richest dude and he's got the most Roman army guys. And we're a republic. We're we're supposed to be the people. The mob the mob rules here. Don't you get it? And they're like, fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. And then we cut to more people walking around.
1: Yay!
0: <laughs> Hope you're not sick of that yet. <laughs> and I think something... Oh, yeah, there's a, a swimming scene where we see Gene Jean, Jean Simmons almost show all of her nip-nips, but yeah. not quite. It's as close to nudity as you're going to get in 1960.
2: They're, they're testing the limits.
0: Oh, yeah. They're testing and... the limits
2: of that production code.
0: And and they're totally in love And she's also totally pregnant Yep By the way Spartacus I'm I'm gonna have a baby And he's he's like like, How How do you know Well Spartacus you see a woman bleeds every month Don't tell me that (laughs) Damn you
2: So gross (laughs) Don't ever tell me about that again And I've seen a man's guts Yeah right
0: Spartacus, you're kind of a wuss, you know? <laughs> and every, then where there's there, there, what they plan on doing is marching down to the sea and paying pirates. And they're going to pay some pirates to get them onto boats to sail them away to go home. That's, that is the plan. Now we cut back up to Roman Rome, in Rome. <laughs> where Crassus has gotten what he wants he's now, like, high commander of the armies, and he's like, hey, I'm gonna send Roman armies, or something. Something like that, right? It's... Yeah. <laughs> or is there gonna be a vote, and and Julius Caesar's walking around, and he's like the friend of Yo Gabba Gabba, but he's more like, I, I kinda like Crashes, cause, you know, we were buds. <laughs> and then, uh, Yo Gabba Gabba's like, hey, guess what? Um, Crassus is totally using this crisis so that he can gain control and become a dictator, right? And he's like, uh-huh. And <laughs> he's like, so guess what? I paid I paid those pirates so that he'll take the slaves away. And then when the slaves are gone, the crisis is over and no one's going to need him around to take care of the crisis because the crisis is going to be gone. Isn't that smart? And Julius Caesar is like, uh, that's gross. <laughs> I don't like the way you do politics. And Yo Gabba Gabba's like, go the fuck, what the, really? (laughs) I'm gonna lay down here in the steam room. You go away, okay? Learn learn politics, dude. And then Julius Caesar betrays him. Because he doesn't want the
2: pirates to get away. Yeah, He (laughs) doesn't want the
0: the slaves. slaves. Yeah. He, he likes better what Crashes says, which is we're better than the, the mob, the elites rule. We're the one percenters, the Republicans, yeah. using using a a, a foreign threat yeah. to split well,
2: up my power. Thank goodness politicians don't do that anymore, eh?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, um, uh, then we cut to a scene in which we meet uh, Antonius. Yeah. And and Antoninus. Antoninus, played by Tony Curtis, who is his <laughs> bath attendant. Yep, totally is, a Roman, they, by the way. Totally. What do an they call man. him? His his flesh man. What do they? What oh does yeah, call doesn't his... he call him like his
2: house man or something? Or his body servant. His body his, body, his,
0: servant, bo- his, body, his, his servant. body servant. Yes. Yeah, a wink body servant. Get it? You know what I'm saying. And uh, this is one of those scenes that got restored because um, some people who watched it originally in 1960 got weird boners when they watched <laughs> it or something, and they didn't feel comfortable about it, they... so they cut it out of the scene. <laughs> they knew uh, that something
2: was going on.
0: And people went out of their way to restore it back in, and it's basically a scene where Cratius uh, gets out of the bath, and he says, Hey, slave boy. <laughs> Which is funny calling Tony Curtis a slave boy because number one, the guy looks like he's forty. Yeah, and he talks like this. <laughs> yes, yes, master. master. <laughs> hey. Where are you? Where are you from, Antoninus? I'm from uh, a small district called the Bronx. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: anyway, the dialect uh,
2: coach paid off for Tony
0: Curtis <laughs> <laughs> through innuendo. Uh, mm. The most obvious hilarious. innuendo Cracious, yeah. ever. cratius says, "Hey, I swing both ways, and I'm gonna fuck you later." Basically, is what it says. <laughs> and Tony and Curtis says, "No." Nope. And goes, "Uh oh." <laughs> <laughs> and he and he leaves before anything could happen because he's a, was, he likes
2: oysters, but he doesn't like snails.
0: Yeah, no, he says he likes both. Well, but Tony Curtis says he does. Tony Curtis thinks. Oh, yeah.
2: Crassus is all about the the, the snails
0: and the oysters. I'm glad he left before that metaphor got even weirder. (laughs) You see, I like oysters and snails and eel. (laughs) Wait, what? I'm confused now. What's an eel? If you were going (laughs) to use eel, why'd you
2: use snail? It seems like eel would have been better.
0: I also enjoy lasagna. Do you enjoy lasagna? <laughs> Are we completely... talking about food now? I'm completely lost. See, I thought you were talking about vaginas and penises, but now you're just talking about foods you in You thought general. I was
2: talking about what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god! Go away! I've dismissed you from my service! I just wanted to have a food discussion. I'm a foodie, don't you understand that? <laughs> Go away! Go, leave me! Bring in another servant. Yes, master. <laughs> do you like snails or do you like oysters? I don't want to sleep with you. Okay, what the fuck? Is there something I don't know about? <laughs> I'm just trying to talk about seafood. I can't get catch the drift. I'm hungry. Can someone please bring me some oysters? I'm not horny. I'm hungry. <laughs> some snails. I don't understand. Every time I sit down for dinner and I open my mouth, someone starts taking the clothes off. Is this a joke that no one's told me about? Did yo Gabba Gabba pay you to do this? (laughs) Yo Baba Gabba. (laughs) Yeah,
2: you
0: know. Anyway, that was the risque scene that apparently got everyone upset that they had to cut out and got restored. And they lost the audio track, so they put in... uh, Who filled in? Anthony Hopkins. Anthony
2: Hopkins, yeah, did Olivier's voice and Tony Curtis, like forty years later, came (laughs) back as character.
0: (laughs) Then we cut back to uh, Camp Spartacus, and uh, Spartacus meets Antoninus, and he's like, "Can you fight?" He's like, "No, I, uh, I can juggle, and I know magic, and I can sing." And they go great, whatever. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're, yeah. they're like, "What can you do? I can make clothes. Great, you'll be great here. What can you do? I'm a mason. Awesome. What, what do you do? I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was a prostitute. Perfect, but perfectly applicable. Everyone will be happy with you. Welcome. What do you do? I'm an artist. Fuck off. Really. Yes, can you kill people i I could i uh, maybe I could learn that, and that's what happens I mean, yeah, we have other scenes where he's entertaining people with songs and doing magic tricks yeah. and and a good time is had by everybody <laughs> <laughs> and oh when do we meet Herbert Lum? Um, Is it around this
2: time? It's it's soon, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's like, hello, I'm a pirate. Yeah. We're going to give you money. And he's like, okay. Sweet. (laughs) Bye.
1: What do you want me to do?
0: I don't care. (laughs) And then we go back up to Rome. And Greg Gracchus has been declared king of everything. Like, super, super General, or whatever the thing, the title was.
2: <laughs> Grand Poobah, and, I believe, was the...
0: Yeah, and then we find out... Oh, and then Herbert Lom comes back, and he's like, hey, guess what? I can't take you guys anywhere. And I'm like, what are you talking about? We got your money! And he's like, no, see, I can't go anywhere. And then uh, they threaten him, and he goes, oh, yeah, it's because I got bribed by Gracchus. Grac- Grac- to not come in and pick you guys up so there's no boats and your backs are against the ocean and there are two armies bearing down on you and he's trying to force you to to storm Rome so that he can attack you and then kill you all and Kirk Douglas is like <laughs> and then he addresses all the people and he's like alright we're fucked <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> we're gonna die <laughs> so let's get it over with. <laughs> let's just pick a fight tomorrow. And so
0: that's what happens. The two armies meet and there's fighting that goes on for fucking ever. Yeah. And then everybody, well almost, almost everybody is killed and uh Cratius finds Volva and the baby and he's like, "Oh hello." And she's like, "Hi." Nice baby. Thanks. Where's your husband? Where's Spartacus? You're like, shes he's dead. You're lying. <laughs> Why did you ask me then? Jesus. <laughs> if you already knew the answer. I have a newborn baby. I'm lying on the ground. Everybody's dead. And he's like, take her, take her home. And so they take her. And then they round up everybody. And then Cratius comes out and he goes, Hey, everybody. Guess what? Great news. Um, you know, I'm not gonna kill ya. you. You <laughs> guys get to go back to being slaves and stuff, which is which is cool, right? Uh, there's one tiny condition: you tell me where Spartacus is right now, or it's crucifixions <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where you see who survived the battle, and and it's Spartacus, Antoninus, um. Percy Jackson. It's uh, <laughs> a bunch of other people that we haven't mentioned.
2: Harry Hamlin, I think, is in there Harry,
0: somewhere. Harry, <laughs> <laughs> Harry a- Hamlin. <laughs> Optimus Prime. Optimus you know, just Prime. Just a bunch of people. And uh, this is the iconic scene where they say, okay, but tell me where Spartacus is. And Spartacus is about to get up and say, I am Spartacus. And then everyone around him commit suicide i mean they they stand up to him and and they they go i am spartacus another guy goes i'm spartacus another guy goes no i'm spartacus another guy across the way goes no you showed up i'm (laughs) spartacus another guy goes no i've been spartacus the whole time but another guy throws a rock and they start fighting i'm spartacus
1: (laughs) (laughs) and
2: then kirk douglas cries yeah and then crassus is like all right fuck you assholes you can all he's like you can all die.
0: Crucifixion party, bitches!
2: <laughs> crucify
0: everybody. We're gonna crucify you on the road all the way up to Rome.
2: How's that yeah, sound? Yeah, who? You sure? Who Spartacus now, motherfucker? Yippity, yippity.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and also we skipped over a scene where he calls in um, uh, bat bast bastus, ba- ba- uh, Peter Eustonoff,
2: Peter
0: <laughs> and he's like, hey. Which one of them is Sparacus? And Peter Yusenov is like, Look, you moron. He was one of the ones that had fight for you when you came and visited, remember? And he's like, Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. And so uh, then everyone's getting um, crucified. And Cratius spa- spots his. Other His old body attendant. And he's like, Oh, hello. And he's like, Hello, Master. <laughs> How you been? Uh, <laughs> he, he's like, Spartacus, if he starts talking about snails and oysters, <laughs> word around the campfire is, is that he's not talking about snails and oysters. That is a rumor! <laughs> I just want some food! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and so he recognizes him and he kinda recognizes Spartacus. And he's like, Save these guys for last. Yeah. Blame.
2: He doesn't yeah, he doesn't quite seem to get that Spartacus is Spartacus,
0: but it's like I've seen him before. Yeah, mm, I, if I wasn't so dizzy from hunger, I wouldn't...
2: <laughs> Could someone just give me a snail or an oyster or something?
0: Stop lifting your toga up! God. That's not what I want! God damn it! How much clearer can I make myself? I want something in my mouth. No, not that brackish. Jesus Fuck Christ. off! <laughs> So, what do we go to after this, Steve? Um, It's Vulva. Is this, yeah,
2: she's, yeah. Uh, she's living with Crassus, right?
1: Mm-hmm. She's,
2: like, in Crassus' house. And Crassus, uh, he's like, Hey, you know what would be super sweet? If you loved me the way you loved Spartacus. Yeah. And she's like, Yeah, I don't think so. And he's like, huh He's like, Uh, well... Please? M- <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and... Uh, doesn't he, he threaten her baby? And mm-hmm. she's like, dude, threatening the life of my kid is not the way to win me over. <laughs> and he's like, oh. Oh. Okay, well, that's yeah. that's pretty much all I had. Sorry.
0: Yeah, that's it. Uh, and she says, you're afraid of him. And he's like, yeah. And just when you think you're about to get something interesting about his character, it goes nowhere. Yeah. And he just turns out to be a jerk. And that whole scene took like 35 minutes <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile in, uh, Yo Gabba Gabba has found Bat, Bat, Batman and yeah. he's like okay this is what I want you to do I want you to find Volva because I you know the crisis is one okay he's just he's dictator and all this other stuff and, and I've been he, I've been called in front of him and uh, been accused of being a traitor and he's going to crucify all the other people who believed in, in the mob and He's letting me live, I gotta go live in a farmhouse with all of my women, and I'm and I have to pretend to agree with everything that he's doing and it's awful so the only thing that I have left is like uh, petty annoyances so <laughs> this is what I want you to do I want you to go find Volva and the baby and I want you to take them and then bring them to me and he'll get embarrassed somehow <laughs> that'll um, just ruin his day and uh, Peter Ustinoff is like, I don't want to and he's like, I'll give you money and he's like, I really want to now (laughs) and that scene's over. Then we cut to Tony Curtis and Spartacus waiting around to be crucified talking about something freedom or slavery or some crap. Yeah, and that goes on and on. And then Crassus comes out, and he's like, Oh, hello. I know you're Spartacus, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah! And he's like, yeah, I, I want to be more bad and wrong. I'm going to make you and um, and Antoninus fight. Okay? So go do it. And then he gives them both swords. And they fight, and Antoninus is like, I don't want you to be crucified. He's turning into Snuffy. I don't want you to be
2: crucified. I don't want you to die on the cross, Spartacus. The movie would have been way better. The movie just would have been way better.
0: And Spartacus is like, no, you're going to die quick. And then they fight, and then he kills him. And they both say "I love you." Yeah, and sweet. to a, a, a sage gay panic, they both clarify their statements in the statement by saying "I love you," oh, like a son, <laughs> like a father, like a father.
1: <laughs> it's almost as if and, it's
2: almost as if like uh, Kirk Douglas turns to the camera and goes, "Got it." Yeah, totally platonic. I love him like a son.
1: <laughs>
0: uh but what was really great about that is that Cratius comes out and he goes, I'm going to have the two of you fight to the death, and the winner gets crucified. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that lovely? <laughs> so now it's crucify time for Spartacus, and Cratius goes, meh, heh, heh, and rides off. <laughs> And we never see him again. That's it. That's all the time we have for Crecious. He's he's won everything. He's super winner. We don't even get a reaction shot of him coming home to try to find Vulva, and she's gone. Nope. We don't even get that satisfaction. What we do have is back, Yo Gabba Gabba, is getting all of his stuff together, and he's got big bags of money, and he goes to Peter Ustinoff and he says, here's your money. Take her. Here is her writs of freedom. She's now not a slave and neither is her baby. And you get her out of here. And um, yeah, that's good, right? And he's like, okay. And they leave. And then he nonchalantly kills himself. <laughs> yep, because he wants out of the movie. yeah and it does seem like it's like uh, time to leave the movie (laughs) if I kill myself they won't be able to put me in any more scenes will they (laughs) he grabs a knife and walks off and it's implied that he's killing himself but we're never actually shown that right nor does anyone come up later and go yo gabba gabba killed himself nothing like that because (laughs) now we have to get to the end. finally oh god the end of the movie the end is in sight in which they get stopped at the gates of rome um, to check their papers, and Volva gets out, and she sees Spartacus is all crucified, and she goes up to him, and she's like, "Hey, Spartacus, check this out. it's your baby," and he, and he's like, "Yeah," and she's like, "Guess, guess what else? He's free," and he's like, "Then it was all worth it. Twelve thousand dead."
2: <laughs> He doesn't say it, but you can see it in his
0: face, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then she gets in her cart and she's like, Bye bye, I love you in front of like all these Roman soldiers. She's like, I love you, my love. and no one none of the soldiers are like, Well that's weird. Yeah. Wasn't that the Spartacus guy? I wonder who that woman is. Hmm. Nope. Oh, no, Not my business. <laughs> so are you gonna go over to Crash's for some snails and oysters later? Because <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what that
2: means. <laughs> I told you, I'm not into that. And then,
0: that. super abruptly, it's the end. <laughs> yep,
2: they, they ride off down the Appian Way, which is lined as far as the eye can see with dying
1: with men on crosses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the end. And then, blank. the end. So, Steve, mm-hmm. what did you think of the epic uh, classic yeah. Spartacus?
2: there there are so many different ways to approach this movie because like we talked about earlier I mean it is technically a Stanley Kubrick film but uh-huh. in most of the ways that that distinguish the Kubrick style and the Kubrick aesthetic it's not you know it, it 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 really could have been directed by almost anybody I mean it's directed oh yeah it's directed very competently like it's not a badly directed film but it's just it doesn't have a no. whole lot in terms of a distinguishing style. it's It feels nope. like just, you know, a big budget Hollywood historical epic.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: those are not my favorite kinds of movies anyway. No. Like, I just... It's not... And the thing about Spartacus is it's not bad. It's really... It's way too long. I mean, it's way too long. You could take an hour out of this thing easily.
0: This should have been called padding the movie.
2: Oh, it's just... Yeah. It's way too long. And... Um, way too unhurried. I mean, I, 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 I admire a movie that tells its story patiently, but... Yeah,
0: but I mean, patiently means yeah. that there is something coming that is worth your patience. And <laughs> exactly. And while, while they are doing what... Uh, there is subtext to uh, a, a movie that takes its time to set things up. This is just, hey, look at all this desert. Hey, look at all the people we hired as background people for this shot. Isn't that neat? No... It's not I feel no connection with any of these people, so yeah anyway I'm sorry yeah, I didn't no, yeah well, it,
2: it it feels like the length and the scope, the number of extras the big battle scenes the in, yeah. the incredible number of wide shots I mean that's that's another thing that sort of mm-hmm. makes it not feel like a Kubrick movie there are so many wide shots there are so many scenes that play out almost entirely through wide shots. Um, mm-hmm. which i guess would have been nice if you saw it in the theater if you were seeing it like in cinemascope and it was 1960 and it was like a big you know technicolor e- epic like i i guess yeah. that maybe that's why they did that to put across the scope and to put across the scale of it but oh yeah but it feels like that all of that is there just for its own sake like the story itself at least the way it's told in this movie doesn't really feel like it deserves <laughs> this kind of epic you know, big budget, old Hollywood treatment, uh, the story of Spartacus, like there, there are elements there that could be really powerful. You know, the anti-slavery stuff, the feeling, the idea that, you know, Spartacus and all of these other former slaves and gladiators that they're just fighting just to be left alone. They don't want to conquer Mm -hmm. Rome. They don't want to topple the empire. They just want to leave, you know? And there's a poignancy to that. That doesn't really come through in the movie very much. Uh, no. That could have been like a really powerful part of the story, but just doesn't come through because, again, it's just it's so drawn out and it's so sort of emotionally muted. I mean, be- because I think there are so many shots where the camera is at such a distance, and there are just so many characters and so many scenes where it seems like they're talking about stuff that doesn't really have anything to do with the central story. You know, there's a lot of emotional content here that could have been like something really powerful and it mm-hmm. a, and it just wasn't and and I feel that and I feel that way about most big budget like hollywood epics from this period i mean and really most big a, a really like a 3 hour long epic movie there are very few of those that i that I feel like really strongly towards you know what I mean either in terms of like or dislike like when I think about my favorite movies none of them are like you know the big budget you know three hour you know sort of David Lean style uh, Hollywood epics I just don't I just don't gravitate to them emotionally and I mm-hmm. feel I feel about them the same way I feel about Spartacus which is it's not yeah. a bad movie it's a it's a it's a well-mounted movie it's impressive in certain ways but it just kind of leaves me cold you know
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, this movie could be called, uh, you know, Ancient Epic. Uh, you know, they opened a big book that said how to make an ancient epic movie. <laughs> and they just went beat for beat. They went, okay, we got a slave who turns into a warrior. Got it. Yeah. We're going to be filming all over Italy and Spain. Got that. We're going to hire everybody in the country of Spain to be background extras. Okay, got that. All right, what's the storyline? Oh, uh, uh, slave revolt. They get uh, stopped by the Roman army and everyone's crucified. And they're like, okay, how do we make that four hours
1: long? Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's filler galore. Mm. Because, uh, remember, this was around the time Ben-Hur came out. El mm. Seed came out. There was a number of these movies that there was a sudden resurgence in, in these kinds of great big spectacle epics. Now here's the thing, there isn't a whole lot of spectacle in this. In in fact, I would say that this is probably toned down from say Ben-Hur. Ben-Hur Definitely. had that incredible um chariot race at the end of that at the end towards the end of that movie, right? Or in the middle. I can't remember. Yeah. It's been so long since I've seen Ben-Hur. But this one simply had the main centerpiece of this was the big fight that comes in the last half half hour, forty five minutes of a four hour movie, and even then, it's not it's it's all it's all distance shots. There's no there's nothing up close. There's nothing you don't feel anything. You just feel like you're watching. Oh look, it's it's the uh, recreationists are out doing a recreation <laughs> of the Battle of Sparks. Isn't that nice? Um, the the big problem that I have with this film is that it either they felt they didn't have enough to make a four-hour movie. So the first thing they did was they said, hey, you know what everyone wants to watch? Roman politics. Will that be fun? <laughs> no. Because I feel like I spent more time with the frickin' Roman senators than I did with the main character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was almost as if... Uh, it's almost as if Trumbo didn't understand that... Or didn't know how to write a heroic central character and make him interesting. Um, He doesn't seem to have any flaws. He doesn't seem to have any doubts. He doesn't seem... I mean, he gets upset. Things happen. Blah, blah, blah. But he's like... I'm I'm the guy and I'm in charge and I'm going to say the the speech that 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 makes everyone want to fight for you know stuff you know liberty not being slaves things like that and that's about it I am not a nuanced character you know who is a nuanced character yo Gabba. Gabba. <laughs> The Roman bits, the Roman parts, especially the ones with, with, uh, w- uh, with uh, Lawford, Lawton. Yeah. Are, he gets the best lines in the entire movie. His lines are clever and quick and well-delivered. And in fact, I think it's his performance and um, Peter Ustinov's performances mm-hmm. that are probably the best in the movie, including Sir Lawrence Olivier, who I will readily admit I am not a huge fan of. I found his delivery, his his performance in this movie to be relatively stiff. And at the end of it, I still don't know what the guy's all about. Yeah. I have no idea. What, I mean, if this was just a thing for power, I don't know. He They'd show some things at the end where he's like, I want people to love me like they love Spartacus. But that goes nowhere. You know, he's the winner at the end of this. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah. He got everything he wanted by the end of this movie. And we spend a huge amount of time with him. And it, there are times where you're like, I don't remember why I'm watching the movie. Why am I here? <laughs> oh, yeah, Spartacus. What is he doing? He's he's watching a guy do magic tricks. What? Why?
1: Why are we watching this?
2: <laughs> well, and you know that... Uh... Speaking of of Crassus, that that conflict between Crassus and Spartacus is really the closest thing to a central conflict that the movie has. And like you Mm -hmm. say, it goes completely unresolved. I mean, there's there's one moment right before Crassus orders Spartacus and Antoninus to fight each other. When Spartacus spits in his face and is really sort of defiant, you know. But that's all we really get like there's no yeah. there's no wrap up between them there's no scene of like Crassus riding past Spartacus on the cross <laughs> going ha, 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 ha. you know what I mean yeah. like there's there's nothing either from the point of view of the villain being victorious over the hero or the hero being victorious over the villain It just kind of like yeah. oh, okay now that's over and now let's crucify him and that's the end of the movie
0: yeah and then the end it's a bummer ending, and then it's the end. It's a real bummer and, ending. I was shocked by how dark it
2: was. There's, there's uh, uh, that scene that we didn't mention. Or we mentioned the scene, but we didn't mention the fact that uh, when Gene Simmons is is uh, kissing Spartacus's feet, and she's saying, "Please die, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> please
2: die soon." It's like, and, and she wants to spare him, you know, the suffering. Of, yeah, but still having to
0: suffer being up on the cru- but, uh, on a
2: crucifix. Yeah, plane. but still, it's like,
0: damn, that's a dark way to end the movie. <laughs> Well, you know, they had there were a number of ways. The true story about Spartacus is they really don't know if he died in the battle or if he escaped or whatever. They don't know. They don't know if he got crucified with everybody else. A lot of that crap is made up. This is not historically accurate in any you know in any way. And they could have taken it in any number of different directions at the end. It could have been, No, Spartacus, you must live. We will. I will pretend to be Spartacus, and I will be blah blah blah. blah. And then, just as I'm about to die, I'll say, "Crassus, I'm not Spartacus!" Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> <But laughs> Best ending ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not Spartacus. Uh, yeah. But the last half hour to 45 minutes of this movie is waiting around for Spartacus to die.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
0: It's like because the battle ends, and then we have you know Crassus and Volva. And then the hasty, let's get him out of here, and we're supposed to take solace in the fact that his son is not going to be a slave, and she's going to live somewhere else. Um, Yippee. Uh, Being carted away, by the way, by her former slave owner. (laughs) (laughs) That'll turn out well, I'm sure. Uh Um, But I also know that this script was written in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And it was written fast because another production company wanted to do their own Spartacus with Yule Brenner as Spartacus. And so they were in a little race to see who can get who can do Spartacus first, and I guess they said write it in two weeks. And so they wrote it in two fucking weeks, and this is what we got. And then they went into production because they wanted their Spartacus to be there and good and and, and big. I've always wondered I've always wondered what the other Spartacus would have been like yeah. with Yul Brenner um but we'll never see that maybe in an alternate dimension there's another spartacus
2: it would also have the whole, it would also have been interesting to see how the movie would have turned out if it had been a kubrick movie from the beginning you know assuming kubrick yeah. would have even wanted to make a spartacus movie i don't think
0: he yeah i don't think he was brought in after a couple of directors <laughs> yeah. to, you know turned it down
2: but yeah it, and, it, it, it's it's interesting to try to imagine you know if what like uh, what how it would have been different I mean, obviously visually it would have been a lot different
0: visually you know. it would have it would have had focus.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, it would have had a, it would have had a lot more focus. The frame would uh, you know, the framing would have been a lot more interesting. Yeah. You know, the movie itself is unremarkable. There is there are no images that stand out. No. In this film. There is nothing here where you'll be like, "Oh, that was a haunting image the way they shot that or how this was done or whatever." Um, it's very work it's a very workmanlike production. And it feels very much like, put this here, put this here, put this mm-hmm. here, put this here. Are we all done? everything's good? All right, release out in Cinemascope and let's wait for our Oscars because everyone everyone loves these big sandal movies. And I'm you know, I'm not a huge fan of, of this genre, but I will readily admit there are others out there, yeah, that I do that I do like very much. Um and the other thing I think that we're kind of avoiding is holy shit did people rip off this movie. <laughs> yes. To this day people are ripping tropes off of off of Spartacus. Um you know all the way up to and including Gladiator, which is I think the la- one of the last big big sandal movies. Oh, uh, big time. Yeah, yeah big time. So to deny its influence would be stupid because a lot of people paid attention to Spartacus and said, well, you know, it made $60 million. I don't care how long and boring it is. I like this bit. I'm going (laughs) to steal that for my movie. It's what the people want. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, recommend or not recommend, Oh,
2: I can't recommend it. I mean, it's, like I say, it's not terrible. Like, it's not a movie. Like, I, I wouldn't recommend that you avoid it if you've never seen it. I guess it's worth spending three and a quarter hours of your life watching it, if you're, like, a movie person or you're a big Kirk Douglas fan or a Kubrick completist or whatever, but, I mean, it, on
0: its own... I mean, but here's the thing. Even if you're a Kirk Douglas fan, there's not... The, Kirk Douglas did a lot more interesting stuff than this. Oh, certainly. Certainly he did. So but, yeah, on it, on
2: its own merit as a movie, I, I just... I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, it, there's there's historical things about it that make it interesting, but as a movie itself, it's just... It's not something I would go out of my way to see if you haven't seen it.
0: Um, yeah, me too. Uh, there's no reason. I usually would recommend these films just so that you could get the jokes yeah. or understand it significantly, but there's only one joke that you need to get and you've already got it. The I Am Spartacus thing. Yeah, You can want, look up that scene and, and get it. Spartacus has been captured. Everyone says, I Am Spartacus. That's it. There are no other notable scenes from this movie. There is no other bits of dialogue that are, are culturally significant other than I Am Spartacus. In fact, the whole I Am Spartacus scene is probably the only reason why we even reviewed it on this show. Yeah. Because that is so deeply entrenched in pop culture yeah. that, that people will use it as shorthand. Now, I'm not going to recommend anyone go see the film either unless you really, really want to kill four hours <laughs> watching, mostly walking around and also the senate. If that's your if that's your bag, man. If you're like I need a movie that shows people walking around occasionally de- bearing a dead baby and also uh, maybe an extended scene of an old woman spraying milk into the face of a baby until it cries.
2: <laughs> then boy howdy, have we got a movie for
0: you. <laughs> that is in the scene just out of the blue, woman spraying milk into a toddler's face until it starts to cry and then we cut away. <laughs>
2: Well, if you have a better way of making a baby cry, I would like to hear it.
0: <laughs> but no, I would I would not recommend it. So that's it. Steve, do you have something that you would like to recommend?
2: I do actually, and this is, it's a movie that we 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 mentioned briefly way back at the beginning of this review. It's uh...
0: no, yes, liar. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I actually i I thought about. It. I thought about recommending another Sword and Sandals movie, but like I said, I don't really like those. Uh, uh-huh. So I'm recommending a movie, another Stanley Kubrick movie. Um,
0: well, of course you are.
2: and uh, <laughs> 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 It's another Stanley Kubrick movie, and it, it was actually the, uh, the movie that Kubrick made uh, prior to this that also stars Kirk Douglas. And uh-huh. it's uh, one of my very favorite Stanley Kubrick movies and one of my favorite movies, period, uh, which is, of course, Paths of Glory uh mm-hmm. one of the great anti war movies ever made. In fact I would say probably next to uh the original All Quiet on the Western Front, I would say it is the greatest anti-war movie ever made. I really love Pales of yeah, War. Yeah, I think so too. Um and it's it's uh about half as long as Spartacus <laughs> and <laughs> and way better. Um and a much better representation of Stanley Kubrick, even though it is early Kubrick and it's not it's not as stylistically recognizable as kubrick as when we get into like doctor strange love and 2001 mm-hmm. and such but still it's very much a kubrick film and yep. one of his best films so if you have not seen it or even if you have seen it and you haven't seen it in a while i would highly recommend uh, pals of glory
0: yeah I'm going to recommend a film that came ar- out at around the same time. This came out in 1962, and it is also one of the big epics. Um, but And it is also extraordinarily long, but it maintains your interest throughout. And eventually we will review it for this, pod- <laughs> for this podcast. And that is David Lean's Lawrence of mm. Arabia. Um, it's also set in the desert. It's also about a dude who becomes a hero, but it, there is more fallout to that. There is more... The lead character is deeply flawed and conflicted. And there's a whole... And yeah, there's political stuff in there too. And a whole... And a gay panic scene. And a whole bunch of other stuff that is, is similar. Except this one's a little bit more modern. It takes place during World War One, And um, it's just... If you haven't seen Lawrence of Arabia and you're tired of hearing everyone talk about Lawrence of Arabia, maybe you should go see Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> Because this is the one that uses its cinemascope very well. It knows when to use the big, broad lens, like when they're, when they're invading, uh, whatchamacallit, that, that town, that coastal town. And all the horses are riding, and that's, oh, that's such a good scene. <laughs> um, but also, you have a central character that you're actually interested in and side characters that are also engaging and interesting and their interactions matter we don't have these scenes where we go off somewhere else in which the British High Command is like what's happened to Lawrence of Radio? <laughs> I'm not sure let's talk about it for a long time okay very well what do you remember about Lawrence oh he's blonde <laughs> they cut
2: all those scenes out because they realized they just stopped <laughs> they the movie did. dead
0: um it, it is it is one of my favorite films. It is not a film that I watch every year or every even 10 years because it is long. Um, but it is it is uh, well worth a watch if you just like films. And the other thing is it's visually interesting. It does not look... I mean, the, the, one of the things about Spartacus is it just feels like a movie from the 1950s. It feels like a 1954, 1955 film. Lawrence of Arabia feels like that next step up into into cinema where you actually have that great scene when when uh uh Omar Sharif is riding in from the desert coming in from the well and you're like really are we gonna hold on this yep <laughs> we're holding on this scene <laughs> it's a great shot and it's been it's been imitated by a number of other by a number of other directors it's it's very influential it's very entertaining and I can't recommend it um higher and it's Lawrence of Arabia that that movie (laughs) so what do you guys think are you guys like Spartacus is my favorite film and we watch it every year (laughs) me and the whole family we get dressed up in togas and then we pick names out of a hat and we decide which character we are <laughs> and then and then we and then we sit down to a meal of oysters and snails And and then we dance around the Roman tree. How dare you? How dare you take how dare you take pleasure out of our Spartacus days? Sorry. What's wrong with you? Number one, you're a crazy person. But thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> But is there another Sandals uh, sandals, and, and Sand and and, and, and Stabbing movie?
2: <laughs> sand, that's what they should call it. Not Sword and Sandals. Sandals and Stabbings.
0: <laughs> sandals and Stabbing? Movie that you would like to, to recommend? Someone sent us a huge list that is awesome. Someone recently sent us a list that's like, oh, wow, almost everything on here is something that we can review. Oh, yeah, cool. Uh, well, yeah. Um, then please send it our way and let us know or let us know if you vehemently disagree with our review of Spartacus or if you agree with it and let us know you know, you guys are crazy I tried to watch Spartacus too, and my eyes tried to leave my head out of just protest yeah. the, the hate of my guts um, we, let us know we need the
2: affirmation
0: We yeah, we need to know that we're not alone in our opinion <laughs> <laughs> so, um Uh, until next time this has been jason harding and go see a movie this week and
2: this has been steve shives and wouldn't you agree that it's just a matter of taste whether you like
0: snails or oysters it has nothing to do with your morality right i'm taking my pants off you just asked me for snails or oysters No, (laughs) i've told you a thousand
2: times that's not (laughs) what i'm talking about
0: (laughs) (laughs) bye everybody
1: everybody. (laughs) Late Seating is a Lemmy Listen podcast production featuring Steve Shives and Jason Harding. Music by Kevin McLeod. Produced by Jason Harding. You can find more Lemmy Listen podcasts at our website at www.LemmyListenPodcasts.com. You can also find us on Facebook, SoundCloud, and iTunes under Lemmy Listen. Please like and leave a review. And thanks for listening.